Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to another Wisdom Wednesday episode of the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Ben. And I'm Dr. Susanna. And we are both naturopathic doctors who empower you to heal yourself through whole food, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, and also understanding your state of mind as it connects to your body. Uh, Today, we're talking about our second chakra, kind of that primal center, the fertility, the reproductive, the the creative Um, Of course, on Medicinal Monday, we talked about reproductive hormones, reproductive health, PMS, menstrual issues, menopause, as well as uh, hormonal imbalances for men and kind of the low T epidemic, I guess you might say, and how to understand that from a physiologic perspective, nutritional perspective, lifestyle perspective, toxin perspective, so that we can give our our body the environment and resources to balance hormones naturally. Um, And of course, we know already at this point, the intricate, interconnected nature of our endocrine system. And of course, like kind of the adrenals and the stress response being such a powerful player in throwing our hormones out of whack, so to speak. But the cool thing is that our hormones as out of whack as they might be, as low as that hormone might be, or this hormone might be too elevated, whatever is out of whack our body still has that innate intelligence to find balance. Mm -hmm. And all we got to do is remove the obstacles and create that fertile ground for balance to flourish, for health to flourish. And some of that balancing fertile ground kind of, uh, you know, detoxifying, you know, removing of the obstacle also involves understanding how our state of mind and relationship and maybe like, I don't know, trauma, you know, for lack of a better term, that we might be kind of dwelling in can perpetuate these imbalances. Yes, definitely. And, you know, that chronically uh, stressed out state not only can really influence that delicate balance of hormones, but it can also affect our reproductive organs because when we're experiencing that chronic stress and that chronic tension, it can manifest as tension in 
pelvic bowl muscles mm. that can actually impede proper circulation and the delivery of nutrients to these very important organs. This is seen all the time in, you know, pelvic floor physical therapy, when a lot of people hold a lot of tension in their pelvic floor muscles. And when those muscles are able to release and those organs are delivered finally, they're, they're brought to the fresh oxygen and all the nutrition they need, they see improvements in those kind of chronic issues like PMS or infertility and the list goes on. So there definitely is a strong brain reproductive connection going on yeah. as there is with every part of the body, right? And of course, we know that our endocrine system, you know, all of our endocrine glands are interestingly aligned with the energetics, uh, our energetic body, our energetic system of chakras. And um, generally, the, the reproductive glands, the ovaries and testes are really the reproductive glands, the endocrine glands that are responsible for producing most of the reproductive hormones. That's really connected with the second chakra. Um, so what is the second chakra? What are kind of the themes of the second chakra? And what what can we be bringing our awareness to so that we can allow this energy to flow harmoniously and in kind of, you know, a balanced way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the second chakra or the sacral chakra is um, traditionally thought as our creativity center and also the center associated with sens sensuality, sexuality, you know, reproductivity, um, but also pleasure, desire, and the ability to just like enjoy life. Mm. And so there's a lot to it. Um, but I think, you know, the, the, the biggest themes that I really connect with are a, like the creativity piece, which is all wrapped up in that whole, you know, reproductive sexual piece. And also this like pleasure, this passion, this enjoyment part of it, right? Which cool. are connected because when we're expressing our creativity, we're connected with our passion as well, right? Yeah. Now, I, when I think about creativity, I often envision kind of like this plugged in to source, feeling because creativity I know when I when I sometimes when I feel uninspired or unenthused or unmotivated you know it's like shoot I'm lacking creativity where can I find some creativity and that cloudy state of mind is what leads to that feeling of disconnection from that innate creativity and then that clear state of mind maybe it's walking in nature maybe it's uh, doing a yoga class maybe it's you know sleeping and having a dream um but we are plugged in to that flow of creative potential, which inspires us and moves us and gives us fresh ideas and insights. And of course, uh, like we all want more of that. And I think that it's just so interesting that we kind of are living in this world where it's like, oh, how can I be more creative? How can I do more and do where, where it's like a doing thing, you know, it, it, we're kind of programmed to believe that this is some doing thing that we can find and create and do, but mm -hmm. it's more of a passive being thing. It's just being in the presence of ourself on, you know, grounded on in our life where we are in that state of, you know, innate connectivity with our creative potential. Totally. Beautifully said. I mean, what, what else can I add to that? <laughs> no, it's so true because creativity is our inherent nature. It really is. And when we experience 
a clear state of mind, that's when these beautiful bubbles of inspiration and passion come up from seemingly out of nowhere. But it's from this deep well of infinite wisdom and creativity that we are all connected to. And remembering that can be very reassuring in the times where we do feel a lack of creativity or motivation or inspiration or passion in life, right? So how does this all connect in with, um, you know, menstrual irregularities, menopausal symptoms for Mm -hmm. for women, Mm -hmm. you know, miss women? (laughs) Miss woman. Well, you know, classically, you know, when you think of kind of the chakras, you think of a chakra being in in balance or being out of balance. And, um, you know, some some feelings that might come about when a chakra is when the second chakra is out of balance include lack of pleasure, fear of pleasure, lack of creativity, lack of desire, detached from emotions or on the flip side, there might be kind of emotional overreactions or excessive emotional attachment or codependency or, you know, kind of a desire, an addiction to the drama. I mean, enlisting all of that out, it's, there's still the question, okay, what does this have to do with menstrual irregularities? Um, To me, I, you know, honestly, I just think of these conversations as really wonderful opportunities that do kind of um, spur creativity (laughs) to talk about just overall how our body responds to a state of stress, regardless of whether we feel like the theme is feeling a lack of creativity or passion or whatever, or whether it's some other flavor of emotion, right? I, I didn't really answer your question. How would you answer the question, Mr. Man? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, to me, I think that it, for whatever, I, I think that it's hard to have this conversation without really addressing the femininity and masculinity polarity um, and really what it means to be a creative force as a masculine versus what it means to be a creative force as a feminine. And of course, understanding that all beings harness that full creative potential, that full ability to tap into the uh, divine feminine creative potential and that divine masculine creative potential. Mm -hmm. And of course, I think that those, like the two polarities can just easily be understood and embodied by nature of witnessing the fertilization of life, right? Like an egg and a sperm, you know, and the egg is just this passive large source it's an egg receptive yeah receptive not not passive receptive (laughs) thank you but it's incredible how much larger an egg is than a sperm you know how much more you know how enormous that that you know that is and anyways like the the you know it's receptive it's it's just there (laughs) it's there receiving and the masculine has a job, has a mission, and is inspired to do that mission and to take action and to fertilize, you know, in that truest sense. Um, so, you know, it's, it's to me, like, the cre- that, that, you know, brings up this whole idea that being creative, how, however that feels to you, is kind of this delicate balance of being in that state of receptivity receiving the insight, receiving the ideas, receiving the inspiration, and also activity, you know, taking action, 
me, you know, what one thing, one phrase that I always resonate with is kind of meeting spirit or meeting our highest self in action. Like we, 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 we are like, so it's kind of that, that balance of, of presence and stillness with movement. And it's like, well, that's kind of, how do I do that? How do I be both? How do I be present and move? And it's just easy because when we are present, like when we are literally like just sitting, sleeping still, there's so much movement, you know? So it's not like, again, it's not like, oh, we, we got to do this thing. We are doing this thing. And how can we be called to do from that inspired place, allow ourselves to take that action and move into that action rather than, you know, force it with some, maybe what you might call like toxic masculinity or forceful, overpowering, overbearing. Um, so anyways, just some words and, and thoughts. Yeah, totally. No, I think finding that balance between the divine feminine qualities and the divine masculine qualities and, you know, you know, knowing that that balance kind of moves back and forth all throughout life um, is really important and beautiful and valuable. And it's for, you know, men and women or whatever gender you identify with, right? We all have the divine feminine and divine masculine within us. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, when first I got the question of like, okay, how's that relate to menstrual irregularities? It's like, well, I don't know. This whole discussion of the balance of these energies, creativity, taking action, mm. you know, it's important for the full body, I know it's the theme of the second chakra, but yeah. it's important for our whole body, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just interesting but... to consider that for, of course, a menstruating age woman, you know, a, a healthy menstrual cycle is really an important sign of health. It is. It's, it's suggesting that our physiology is balanced. And in order for our physiology to be balanced, We've got to have our nervous system in some sort of balance. Totally. No, and I can think of examples for, for example, for both, for both like male and female reproductive um, function. I can think of examples where, for example, you know, a woman might um, be doing a lot, uh, whether it's like training for endurance and just like training, training all the time, overdoing it in that sense, or overdoing it at work and just overstressing, frying the nervous system, the HPA axis. And that sheer amount of do, do, doing can actually drive a woman into amenorrhea to right. lose her menstrual cycle. On the other side, you know, another example of, you know, kind of um, a male issue is like if <laughs> if someone gets kind of, you know, very sedentary, this doesn't happen for everyone. But like, yeah. I remember, you know, there's examples. I can, I can, can I share? I can. can you share? You share. Well, yeah, I've, I've had hormonal imbalances, low T as a 20 something year old. <laughs> and it's like, wait, why is my testosterone that of an 80 something? I'm 20 something. <laughs> Um, and for me, yeah, I was in a, a really kind of lethargic, low energy, passive states, kind of feeling more disconnected from that masculine drive, you know, just kind of like absorbing all material that was really during, during medical school, absorbing, you know, this material, material being in that kind of receptive state and, you know, a little bit out of balance, you know, from that, you know, polarity of 
divine feminine, divine masculine. And uh, for yeah, for me, it was really kind of taking action in a physical way, you know, and doing kind of more of the high intensity interval training, which is scientifically proven, by the way, to help raise and balance healthy hormones for for both men and women. Um, so, you know, I, I think that, you know, of course, you can do high intensity interval training and still have low T, like because there might be deeper issues, right? Which deeper issues physiologically, nutritionally, environmentally, also deeper issues potentially energetically, emotionally, connecting with that more deeply. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I think, you know, I think the big message that's, I guess, coming up for me is that finding that balance between that, you know, open, receptive place, receiving the natural creativity versus like, you know, the taking action, the more masculine, uh, divine masculine qualities. Everyone has their own balance of, you know, what that is. And that varies throughout life for each individual. Right. And the beautiful thing is that we don't have to micromanage it just like how we don't have to micromanage our hormones. Right. If we just kind of, I mean, and this is where the divine feminine comes in. If we just kind of sit back and trust that the inspiration to act will come in the perfect timing. If we don't like try to like figure it out in our head and everything, then we experience both the the beauty yeah. of the divine, divine feminine and divine masculine and when, working together. Right? Yeah. And when the inspiration strikes and that, that receptivity is like there, then we're, then we tap into the action mm-hmm. and we do, and we stand up and we, and we create physically. Um, so Anyway, yeah, <laughs> lots of cool themes and ideas to consider, I think, for, for all of us to, to balance these polarities and connect more deeply and intimately with our own second chakra, sexuality, intimacy, expression. And um, so yeah. much more could be said, but I think that's a good place to end for now. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully this sparks some new ideas and insights for you. And if you've got any comments or feedback we're always uh willing to hear that in the comment section and any other just before we end this broadcast is this our last episode of the head to toe series i think it probably is we are by the way recording these um we we were doing them live up until the last few weeks and we're pre-recording before baby altar comes speaking of creativity speaking of second chakra speaking of creativity (laughs) we've got a full term baby with us mine's really big right now my uterus is like really big right now (laughs) yes so um yeah so we've pre-recorded some episodes and when we return back to well when ben returns back to the podcast we're gonna have something new and exciting we'll see what it is we'll see we'll what, see what creativity brings us that's right <laughs> peace and love you guys we'll see you next time bye for now